You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. Oh my gosh. I'm so, I'm just so excited to see you. Like, how? Hey. Yeah. Sorry, what did it cut out there for a second? My excitement is just too real, girl. How, how's your day? My day has been really good. Yeah. Um, I think what I even do, work stuff, you know, the regular. How about you? How's your day been? Same here. And with daylight saving, we're obviously on opposite sides of the country. So you're in California. And it is so dark already. It's kind of wild. Yeah. Yeah. But um, hey, thank you for joining today's Warrior Conversation. I'm really excited. All of you who are joining us, please drop in the chat like a hello. Let us know where you're joining this Warrior Conversation from. And we're going to really dive into this question. And I'm going to get ready to throw it to you, Mel, in a second. But like, All right. are single, we're navigating dating or relationships. People say different pieces of wisdom, right? And one thing that I've heard over and over is this statement, be intentional in this season. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like good, but what does that mean, you know? So we're gonna dive into that. Um, But before we do, Mel, if someone's not familiar with who you are, like who is Mel? Who is Mel? Well, first of all, I would say I am a daughter of the King. I am who Jesus says I am, and it's a child of God. Um, more so than anything that I do. Um, now there are things that I do and I am an entrepreneur, friend, um, daughter, sister. I run, if you know, you know, dating, which is a dating event company. Um, and we run mixers and that's online and in person for single Christians. Uh, We're also opening up a new division, an emotional health division. So we're going to, I'm going to start stepping in, well, I am stepping into dating coaching. um, And those are just two two really things, things I'm really passionate about of, you know, providing these events, but then also um, helping singles find, become the person that they need to become to attract the people that they want to be in relationship with. That is so good. And I will let y'all know a little preview. Um, Mel is sharing her becoming story at becomingme.tv in December. And I cannot wait. Like we filmed recently and y'all are just going to love her story. So stay tuned, becomingme.tv. <laughs> if you're not familiar with me, my name is Emily. I'm the founder of becomingme.tv. And literally, I just partner with people to become who you dream of being in life. Published my first book this summer, working on book number two. And I hearing people on. Yes, and I Yay. love Mel. So without further ado, let's just jump into today's question. What does it mean to be intentional in singleness, dating, and relationships? Yeah, great question. So I think to be intentional means you're doing something on purpose, right? You're not just letting things happen as they, as they come. You have a plan, you have a vision. So I think 
the real way to be intentional when you're single is to first and foremost, seek God, be intentional about seeking the Lord. Because in your singleness, I think there can be a few different things that people um, can focus on. And I don't necessarily think one is better than the other. Some people say, oh, I'm just, I'm just focusing on God in this season at the exclusion of maybe a romantic relationship as if those are mutually exclusive, or they say, oh, I'm just going to focus on my business. I'm just going to focus on work. I'm focused on friends. But what I really think is we need to make sure that we're asking the Holy Spirit of like, what do you want me to focus on in this season? And I don't necessarily, I don't really make a differentiation between singleness being, what does it mean to be intentional in singleness versus what does it mean to be intentional in life? Because Singleness is, you know, my marital status, but I think the way we do life, there's a specific roadmap of how we're meant to do life, regardless of our season that we're in. Um, And so I would say first and foremost, that's going to look different for everybody. Um, So yeah, that's, that's kind of my intro to what I think. I I even love how that just point and reminder for us, like singleness status it's not an identity status and so we are humans first and foremost and when you live your life intentionally you're becoming you it doesn't matter if you have a relationship or or not um so you, you talked a little bit about how this roadmap can look different for everybody and if somebody was like all right like i hear what mel's saying and i want to live on purpose like i want to become who i am right um whether you are single or you're dating or whatever the case might be how does somebody go about listening to the Holy Spirit, like you said, and figuring out what God wants them to focus on in this season. Mm, That's so good. Well, first and foremost, you know, the Bible, it's, it's the word of God. It it tells us how we should be living. God speaks to us. I think really developing that intimacy with the Lord each day is going to be the kind of the, the key to um, hearing what he wants us to be doing. Now, I also am very passionate about emotional health and relational health. And, and if you think about it, when you, God has put, let me just back up a little bit. God has put his visions in our hearts and he's put the desires that he has for us in our hearts. So some people are like, well, I don't know what I should be doing. And I think a really big part of this is to go back to what are your heart want? Like, what are your dreams? And that's where I think where we should start, you know, start by having intimacy with God, but then go to your dreams. What do you, what do you dream to do? What do you, what do you want? Because it says God, God has put those desires in our hearts. And so then you can start mapping out like how to be intentional. And I would say, go towards your dreams and your desires. And so if that is to be married, then one way to live your singleness on purpose is go after your dreams. And if you're like, say, your dream is to be married, what can you start doing to start moving towards that? You know, and that's probably not the only dream that God has put in your heart. It's probably some type of, I mean, there, there is, it's not the only one because God has good purposes for us. You know, he knows all the, the good works that we're going to do before we do it. I went to this great conference this past weekend about how to be a kingdom driven entrepreneur. And he, they talked about how God has already written the blueprint of your business in heaven. And I think that's very true of our lives too. Now we have a lot of autonomy and a lot of freedom in that. But I think God also, he, he has created us each for a purpose. I know that for sure. And I think part of just our purpose here on earth is to, to realize what, what is my purpose? Like what has God created me uniquely to do? And I think there are, um, 
there are three things to really um, maybe think about or reflect on to see where it is that God would have you have your kingdom here on, or his king, bring his kingdom down here on earth. And we all have our little kingdoms to rule where God has like uniquely placed us. And so um, I heard this in a podcast once. And I thought it was so good. It, and these three questions is what the first one is, what do I love? Like what just brings me life? How do I come alive? Um, the second one is what do I hate? Like, what is something that like in me, just like I get passionate about, like some people it's cancer, some people it's abuse against dogs, you know, and they're just an activist for, you know, animals. What is it righteously that makes you, what do you hate? Cause there's this, this world's broken. So there's gotta be something that fires you up. And this one is one that I'm, I really like is what unique ways have you been harmed in the past? And that's a really good reflection question because the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And each and every one of us are made in the image of God. So that means we reflect God's glory in unique ways. So, you know, you know, those people who, you know, they just have good style all the time, or they're like so creative. You're like, that's so beautiful. Well, they reflect God's beauty uniquely. And then there's other people who are highly athletic they reflect God's beauty that way. Like people, we just reflect God or they're really smart, whatever it is. And a way to actually find out where God has uniquely um, created you to reflect his glory the most is going to be the areas where you were probably wounded the most when you were younger. Because again, Satan's agenda is to kill, steal, and destroy. So if he can plant, if he can wound you when you're young, plant lies in your head when you're young, you will never be able to become who God created you to be because he first and foremost attacks our identity. And so I think that those are three really good questions to ponder um, in your singleness or in any stage of life to say like, where, like, where would have, where would God have me specifically, you know, build the kingdom? I love that because you really gave a clear roadmap for where to start starting with God. It's opening his word, spending time with him, like getting to know who he is voice and then you gave us three very tangible questions to dive into like who am I who do I want to be so I'm curious because you mentioned that you're diving into the coaching space will any of this be a part of helping people discover some of these these handrails at all or is it totally different no it absolutely is going to go hand in hand where I I am going to be like a dating relationship coach now the things that I just explained are going to be ways that we kind of figure out what is my identity? Who am I? But, um, but you know, there's going to be also emphasis on like different dating um, goals, how to date, um, et cetera. But where I, and I know you're really passionate about too, is, is really the, the identity part because that's really where everything needs to be built upon. Cause if you don't know who you are, you are not going to be able to, move effectively in this world. Um, and so, I, I mean, that's for, I mean, I can speak to my story more than anything of, of, um, of dating is, you know, at first I didn't, I didn't really truly believe that I was chosen. I didn't truly believe that I was beloved. I didn't think that I was lovable. I didn't even really even know that I had these beliefs until mm-hmm. I started looking at the type of people that I would pick or the type of, um, treatment that I would tolerate. And I think dating is just such a good, um, 
good reflection of like, what do I really believe about myself? Cause that's going to, and it's not just dating, but in your friendships too, in your work life, if you find yourself in these positions or in these relationships where you're like, my needs are not getting met. I don't feel fulfilled. I feel like I'm either over giving or, you know, um, they, they don't care about me and whatever. Like you have to also realize that you are playing an integral part in that of who you're choosing. And that's, it's a, it's a mirror of the, of the sickness in your own soul of the things that need to get healthy in your own heart. Um, a lot of times it does have to do with, with your identity. And so that's where coming back to those questions of what do I love? What do I hate? And where have I been wounded when I was, when I was young um, especially the wounding part is so, so important. And I think a lot of times as Christians, um, that part is not as emphasized. Um, and we'll see a lot of Christians, even pastors who have not really sat down and taken the time to really ponder and think upon where have I been hurt before in the past? Because I don't really know why, actually. I mean, all I can think of is, you know, maybe a, a spiritual stronghold of somehow, because if we're never thinking about that, we're not actually, we're not actually realizing what areas we're believing lies about our identity. Um, yeah. And so I think that that's really, really important, especially when you're learning to date or how to date. Um, I mean, that's just so foundational. And so it would be like, how could I, how could I coach somebody through dating if they, if they didn't, it's like, it was just like prescribing medication, you know, where it's like, you know, I'll, I'll tell you how like, oh yeah, this, this ibuprofen will cure your earache. But if you never get to why you even have an earache, like it's not actually going to help you. You can do all the right things. And that's what I was doing when I was, you know, first you know, had a dating coach. I was told kind of like, oh, well do that, do this. Like that's more um, like let him lead in this way. But for me, it was so hard to actually let him lead or, um, give control over to the guy that I was dating a few years ago because I didn't actually believe that I was going to be chosen. Mm -hmm. So for example, when it came to, um, you know, letting him lead, when it came to picking even a restaurant, you know, I was doing the research. I was, cause, because there was a part of me that didn't believe that he would step up and ask me to go to this restaurant or, or find a restaurant that I would like. I was like, I need to do it because I don't think I'm going to be chosen. I don't think I'm going to be cherished. I don't think I'm beloved. And, um, and so I just kind of stepped into that position. And then, and then for me to be able to lean back actually caused a lot of anxiety because I was constantly like, he's not going to show up for me. He's not going to show up for me. And inevitably I did pick a guy that in some ways he did, but in some ways he didn't show up for me. And so then it just reinforces that idea of like, yeah, nobody's going to show up for you. So you have to be in control. Um, so if we peel back all those layers and we're like, first of all, let's talk about who we're picking. That's and, and then why that's a mirror. And then it'll start remedying a lot of the other issues. Um, yeah. Wow. My goodness. This is so powerful. And I'm going to pause here. because I'm sure there's somebody watching. who's like, where do I sign up for this coaching? <laughs> so like where can people get more information? Cause this sounds so powerful, Mel. Like, thank you. People can connect with you on that. Thanks. So, right now, if you go to if you iykyk dot dating coach, that's my dating coaching uh, profile, and just go ahead and shoot me a DM. I'm starting to do consultations, and then kind of figuring out, you know, what what people are having the most you know blocks with in dating. If it's you know, I can't can't get a I can't get a date. I 
you know, I'm, I feel like I scare them off too much. I feel like I, whatever it might be. And I'm mostly working with women, but I am open to working with men as well, especially while I'm just getting started to figure out, you know, where has God uniquely designed me? Um, yeah. And so you're going to start off with one-on-one consultation and kind of build from there to see like, what is the biggest need? Um, and then hopefully move to more group, group classes and um, like a course. That is so cool. I, I love it. Okay. So Thank what you. L right now, like right now in this season, what's helping you be intentional in singleness, dating and relationships? Yeah. Well, I would say right now, I think the big thing that God is calling me to do is, um, is, is focus on my business as, as well as, you know, I'm saying I'm open to dating. I'm single. I, um, I don't ever, I, I always try to just keep an open hand, you know, where I'm never like, unless I feel like God has specifically told me, Hey, this next two months, do not focus on dating, you know, and that next two months, don't focus on your bit, like whatever. I'm always like, God's heart is, is for if we're supposed to get married like it's for marriage god's heart is for um you know a purpose so i just i just keep going after his heart so i like i said got back from the kingdom driven entrepreneurship conference this past weekend kde shout out to them follow them on instagram their podcast it's changed my life of how to rather than just being a christian who runs a business to a kingdom driven entrepreneur and so drastically different and they talk about a concept of grace over grind and i was like wow because you know in our culture we're like grind it out rise and grind you know and and even in christian circles that's like you're a hard worker you know but realizing when we're when we're grinding it out we're actually not resting in god's grace and we're not trusting god's grace that it is sufficient um and so that's something that i have been working on kind of implementing more into my life right now and, and some more structure and, um, and yeah, and just really figuring out, uh, with, with the dating coaching, um, just writing more content that's going to really serve people who, um, who want to learn how to date well successfully, um, and, you know, break any type of strongholds that are holding them back with dating. No, I already know it's going to be phenomenal. Like just hearing everything you've unpacked thus far, your becoming story. Like I'm just so excited. Thank you. Thank Let's you. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about if you know, you know, dating. What is it? How can people get connected? Tell us all the things. Absolutely. So basically the, and this is something that I got from God this past weekend too, is that if you know, you know, dating is meant to be um, kind of more of a parent company where we run events um, and also have the emotional health. And it's all about what does it look like to be a kingdom driven dater? And that's kind of the, the newer that I got of like, not just a Christian who dates, but somebody who is kingdom minded. And our big, big events is that, or that, sorry, what we do for events is we bring mixers to, um, different States around the United States and cities. And we basically try to just gather the single Christians together for like a mixer event. But the purpose of this is not only just to connect people together, hopefully have more unity in the body. And if, you know, somebody has sparks, that's great. But it's also to equip singles and just kind of even um, model and teach different just basic guidelines for dating. And specifically when it comes to communication, because at least in my story, in my experience, I have 
seen a lot of uh, unhealthy behavior in Christian dating, and I've experienced it too. For example, the very first guy that I ever, you know, met online or had an online dating relationship with was a youth pastor. And I just remember connecting with him and I was like, he's so cute. This is great. Like my type, everything. I'm like, this is going to be it. And then we went on a few dates. It was great. And I was like stoked. And then I just like never heard from him again. And I got ghosted by a youth pastor. Right? Oh my God. (laughs) And I was like so heartbroken and, um, and just really confused because I was like, God, like, I thought this was like a godly guy and and he was a godly guy, but realizing there's so much, um, I mean, dating can bring out the best and it can bring out the worst in people. And it really highlights where we have issues. Um, I mean, that's what romantic relationships do in general. I think that's God's purpose for them. That's God's purpose for marriage is for sanctification. And so, I mean, I just really learned early on that, um, yeah, that you, that you can't judge somebody just because they say they're a Christian and, and assume that they're you know perfect and stuff. You have to like see, you have to see if they're walking their walk, see if they're talking their talk. Um, and I try to kind of say the same thing about the events. And we say, um, if, okay, so we make guys basically fill out these cards, we call them flirty business cards. And if they are interested in a girl, they have to go up to the girl and then say, hey, um, I'd love to see you again. Will you, do you want one of my cards? And like ask her. And then she has the option to say yes or no. And this is where we call the ladies to, to rise up a little bit higher. And we say, hey, part of being a Christian is having integrity. And integrity means that the inside matches the outside and vice versa. So if on the inside, you're like, I do not want to go on a date with this guy, we say, let's communicate that on the outside right then and there on the spot. I know it can be really hard and I even struggle with this sometimes too. Um, but we say, you could say something like, so we give a script, something like, Hey, thank you so much for asking me. I'm actually not interested in anything romantic. Or if you are interested in something as a friend, you kind of add on a caveat, but I would love to stay friends, you know, like, cause I think nobody really wants to go. So they just, I mean, it's people pleasing and we don't know what to say. So I'm like, I'm going to try to equip people. Um, And then we also say, if you take that card, you have 48 hours to text them. Like women have 48 hours to text the men Um, because you've essentially said, yes, I'm, I'm interested. And even though you're not, you're not in a relationship, it's not quote that big of a deal. I feel like as Christians, we've lost a sense of honoring one another because that God calls us to honor one another. There are brothers and our sisters and there's already so much, Um, there's so much confusion around dating. There's so much pain in dating that it's like, why would we try, like, wouldn't we try to make our brothers and sisters in Christ's um, lives a little easier? So let's just communicate clearly so people aren't left wondering or getting ghosted. And so we say, if you don't text that guy within 48 hours, you are um, actually going to go into IYK jail. So basically to get out, you have to pay a bond. Um, which is just a, a double ticket price for the next time if you want to come back and you have to like say sorry to the guy. So trying to, you know, model like biblical reconciliation as well. Um, and so that's kind of how our, our events are scheduled or modeled out, structured out. Um, 
And then as far as the, um, oh yeah, we also say you're allowed to change your mind. You just have to let them know. So we also say some like texts or some, you know, scripts you can say if you change your mind, because you're allowed to change your mind that happens. But what you can't do is just change your mind, and not say anything. Um, and so trying to really just bring that honor to dating. Um, and then for the emotional health, we're going to have um, um, dating coaching with me. I I love it. It's so good. How can people connect with if you know you know and the dating coaching? I know you mentioned some of the before, and we'll have them in the but how can people connect? Yeah, so the best way is going to be on Instagram. I'm always on Instagram or TikTok. It's iykyk dot dating, and then for the coaching, it's iykyk dot dating coach. So just shoot us a DM, um, or if you have any specific questions. Um, also email us iykykdating at gmail.com. I love it. And I did see somebody asked if we were taking questions. Go ahead and DM me any questions you have. And maybe Mel and I will schedule like a Q&A type of a warrior conversation. That could be a lot of fun. Um, today, we just didn't plan for that. But thank you so much for asking. Um, Mel, is there anything else that you would want to add to this warrior conversation before we wrap it up for the day? Hmm. Um, I just want to really encourage everybody out there listening to get really, really real with God about what, what dreams he's put in your heart. That's just been like kind of reoccurring for me this past week is just really get real about your dreams. If there were no limitations, if there were no, if money wasn't an issue, if capacity, if resources weren't an issue, like what would your dream be? And start start working towards it, praying for it and trusting that the provision is going to be there um, and believing for it. Because I think a lot of times, especially something that kind of comes up is, is people want to get married, but let's say they live somewhere middle of nowhere. And it's like, okay, well, if you want to get married and there's, you know, lots of people in the city, what is keeping you from moving to that city or um, making a change in your life to try to get to the dreams that you want? Um, because sometimes God you know, he, that our dreams are a way that he's going to try to navigate us to, to experience the abundance. And so I would say that's just something to really consider because if you're not moving forward in the dreams that God has given you, something else is, and you have a purpose that really only you, like God has destined you to fulfill. Um, and so, I mean, his, his accomplishes will be done. However, you just have a, a really, really cool opportunity to partner with him. And so I just, I think I just want to encourage people to, to get real about your dreams and dream with God. I, I love that. You're amazing. Like mic drops all over the place. I can't wait oh, to thank you. take some notes, especially back on the three questions you equipped us with, and just really practical tools for how we can intentionally really become who God made us to be in the first place. If you're dating too, cool, but that's not your identity. And I love how you really focus on that. So Mel, like, thank you for who you, you are. I, I'm just such a, I'm a fan of you. You're awesome. I love you. And oh, thank you. I love you too. Mel, please go follow her. So, all right, girl, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you all for joining us. You're amazing. And this is such a fun warrior conversation. Thank you. It was. All right, have a good night.
thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.